Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. When I was walking down Michigan today to work, I mean, it was it was almost like a blizzard outside when I was walking here. It felt like one. And, you know, I just want to throw out there, if you ever want to carpool uh, one day with your car, I'm open to that. Okay, McCabe. I'm Jenny. We're the All New Afternoon Mix. I would have to pass work to go get you and then bring you back to work. We're still pooling. There's we're, a bus. We're carpooling. It's, <laughs> but, it doesn't matter how far if I'm off course, we're still carpooling. Um, okay. Well, take advantage of me because I have a car. But I was running an errand this morning with my car. And... And I was panicking because my husband let it get under a quarter tank. And like my grandpa, uh, who raised me, always taught me that when the car fuel tank uh, hits that quarter mark, you better go fill it up, especially in the winter when your tank of gas could freeze because it's so cold. So I was like, Aaron, you could have <laughs> left me stranded here in this winter. Aaron, that tone. I mean, come on. When it gets down to that point, that's where it starts to get kind of exciting. No, like you want you want to keep seeing how far you can go. I like to get it down when I when I did have a car. Um, it would when that when that little aero tank nail hits hits right between the gas tank. It's that little tiny gas. Yeah, tank it's a symbol. red and a white line. Yeah, that line. <laughs> I like to get right down there and see if I can make it. Oh my gosh, you're crazy! Like the minute the the light comes on, I'm like someone waited too long. <laughs> I bet. So do you fill up your tank? Like if it's right below half a tank, do you have to? Do you is that almost like empty to you? That I, you have to fill back up. Quarter tank is like the lowest that I'll let. It go again. My grandpa told me that's how I was raised. I was like, I'm not letting it get past a quarter tank. And Aaron did yesterday. So I'm like, what happens when this little thing? You know how now cars tell you how many miles you have till empty. I'm like, how accurate is that? <laughs> See, my cars did not have that, so I yeah. just had to play it by however, just however far I've driven, and and trust that little needle. But I mean, I'm sure if you're looking down at your needle right now, if you're in your car, is it like half tank, quarter tank? Are you right there on that little that little gas symbol? Yeah. What is the most that you'll let it get to before you have to fill up? Three one two two. 231019. Yeah, hey guys, it's Chris from the Morning Mix. Oh, oh hey what's Chris. up, Chris from the Morning Mix? You don't got a gas guzzler. You have a pretty reliant car, don't you? I do, yeah. I got a little Subaru, and I ride the Lightning, you guys. I let that thing go to the bottom butt end of the letter E as often as possible. Why are you as irresponsible as McCabe is? No, Chris <laughs> is a smart man. You just got to let it ride. Right. You know what, Jenny, you're going to learn. We're just two dudes who have the same coat. <laughs> and, uh, we like to really let our cars go to the edge. I think it's good for the car. The car learns to respect me a little more. It does. You know what I'm like, <laughs> it learns that, like, oh, daddy's not just going to give me what I want when I want. You know what I mean? I feel so sorry when your kids are stuck, like, stranded on the side of a road in the winter with you because you took it too far. <laughs> it's going to toughen them up. Oh, it really is. I think Chris is a, is a very smart man, and I think at some point we need to plan a road trip. And, Chris, you know, we're going to go somewhere. We're going to go as far as we can and see how just how we can take it on E. Yeah, right. Uh, do you let your gas tank get to empty before you fill up again? Do you live on the edge? 312-233-1019. Your top text, someone said, living on the edge always. The other day it said 30 miles left and I took it and it took 32 minutes to get home. Um, <laughs> another person said that one time they ran out of gas uh, and they were mortified, scared, and embarrassed. So now they take zero chances. And then someone else texted in above a quarter, but less than half, only because 
because sediment settles in the bottom of the tank and can go into your engine, causing issues. So look at that. You okay, really that's, just getting too, that's just really getting too technical on it. Okay, <laughs> what it's about is to see how far you can really go. It's a personal thing. You want to challenge yourself, your car, and that E and see how far you can actually take it. What do you think, Joni? Do you agree with McCabe? Live on the edge? No way. In the summer, I'll go down to a quarter tank, but in the winter, I don't even go down past half the tank. So my father raised me the same way as you, Jenny. Well, my mom said, you go. <laughs> go as far as you can. <laughs> Wade, what's your take at right now? Um, well, right now, it's at half tank, but I normally will let it get down to like close. I think I'll hit the zero miles on the thing. You could go another 15 miles. Have you ever least. been, like, did you cut it too close and you've been stranded? Twice. Both times on vacation. The first time I made it to the gas station, we were, we were just getting on the exit ramp to get to the gas station when the car shut off and I had to coast in. The second time was about a year and a half ago, and I was telling that story because the person I was with, uh, she was like, oh, you're going to run out of gas? I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I was telling the story about the first time, and as I was telling her the story, the car died. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> 312-233-1019. How do you deal with your gas tank? I had to rescue a son at 2 a.m., on a 10-degree night, he calls me. You, know, you don't ever want to get that call after 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. But he calls me He calls me at 2 a.m. My car died. He ran out of gas. It's just easy to keep the top half of the tank full as it is the bottom half. Well, Bill, if my car breaks down at 2 a.m., I am calling you. <laughs> oh my gosh I've totally been where Bill's son has been before Like I've been stranded on the interstate Because my car broke down And I never want to experience that again So if I can do anything Including keep my gas tank full to prevent that I will And you know what That's what I'm saying I have always lived on the edge I'll go down to eat I have never ran out of gas And you have broken down over there And uh That wasn't because of gas Okay Well maybe it was because <laughs> of gas uh-huh. I don't know if you know that But well, now, at least now I know I can either call Bill Or since you have a car full of gas. Jenny, uh, Jenny and her husband to pick me up. Absolutely not. I always make sure that thing has at least a quarter tank, but on the text line, 126 said, oh my God, no way. Add a quarter tank left. I get nervous. Fill it up. You never know how accurate the sensor is. Don't chance it. I agree with you. Uh, 435 <laughs> sent us a photo of their empty light on. Bold move. Love that. And Keep then, it going. Uh, 659 texted, if you go below quarter of a tank, that's where all the residue is and it can plug up your fuel pump. Wow. Yeah, so you can really screw up your car testing the limits, McCabe, but that's why you don't have one right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's today's Variety 101.9, The Mix. My name is McCabe. Hey, I'm Jenny. And last weekend, I know you had a bunch of friends over. You've kind of had a slew of people that have been stopping by. Is that still the case this weekend? (laughs) No, thank goodness. We have a relaxed week. I know it's probably going to be snowy and crummy with winter weather coming, so I think I'm just going to take this weekend to do some deep cleaning like it's needed. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry, Erin. Yeah, I know. Well, I actually saw on TikTok, you're supposed to deep clean your couch every six months. I don't think you've probably ever cleaned your couch, McCabe. (laughs) Every six months? Yeah. Okay, no, no. I've had had, like different couches. I've had hand-me-down couches that I know were never washed. They had like, they were torn. They had marks on them. They had certain stains that I don't know what they represented, but there was a lot on it. I've had the futons, which is combination (laughs) couch bed. Couch bed, okay, never uh-huh. wash that. And yeah, my current couch have not. But why wash? I either I have the Febreze or um, Febreze doesn't kill any bacteria unless it has that Lysol in it. But I'm just thinking, like, don't you ever think about how many butts have sat on your couch? And we've had our couch for like five years. <laughs> 
Yeah. Stuff. Do you, you know need how to, many? Like, lift up the cushion and see what's underneath your couch. I'm sure it's a lot of Cheetos crumbs. And- okay. First off, it's a lot of popcorn. I like <laughs> I like the cheddar cheese popcorn. So you may find a couple of those under there. But for the you know couch itself, you just flip over the cushions. Oh my gosh. That's, that's the easy way. <laughs> that's you know, why I'm never sitting on any furniture. If you ever invite us over for a game night, I'd be like, yeah, Aaron, we're bringing our own foldable chairs. That's fine. You guys can do whatever you want. I'll take the entire couch. I'll lay out. That's that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you probably have like the big comfy couch. I don't know if you remember that show from our childhood. Probably my childhood, not yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't know She that would show. just find the most outrageous things in her couch. So while you're texting us at 312-233-1019, if you've ever found something outrageous in your couch cushions, let us know what it was. <laughs> Those are always like, it's such a bonus yeah. when you find something in there. Hopefully it's like a $100 bill and not some nasty. It's like a ugh. chicken finger. <laughs> Someone said, we found the TV remote that's been missing for four years and we moved in that time with the couch. Uh, someone else said, we found a pair of ladies underwear when we bought a Ooh. used couch from our neighbors. Wow. I wonder if they returned it. <laughs> Not know. the couch. Uh, and then someone else said, I found a pizza crust in my couch and can't remember the last time I actually ordered pizza. Oh, that's like it's a weapon at you some point. can't remember, so, so it's got to be old. The Afternoon Mix. Deal breaker drama. We got a text from Emily. She said a deal breaker for her was she was on a date with this guy. He got drunk, stopped the car to throw up, and then wanted a good night kiss from her. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I feel like his his move is pretty bad there in the sense that he threw up in front of her. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the fact that you get too drunk and then, like, you have to vomit all, also, like, gross. I mean, okay, at least he was, he's, like, thinking about it. Like, you know, if you're, if you're vomiting, he's getting over that. And he's like, I just, you know, I just want to make sure you get home safe. Can you just, <laughs> just give me, like, like, a little taco meat right here anyway. Can you just <laughs> smack a kiss right here? That'd probably be a <laughs> uh, deal breaker for me. Like, if you're just sloppy drunk on a first date, come on. Um, I'm hoping it was in the back of an Uber or something. Like, he wasn't trying to drive during all this or maybe Emily was the one driving but yeah did get sloppy drunk on a first date Ugh. I mean you're just setting the bar already with <laughs> right. with the kind of person that you're gonna be dating so I think Emily is probably very smart in that mm-hmm. sense to to get out of there yeah but have you ever been in a situation where you're on a first date someone gets a little too drunk how did you handle it 312-233-1019 was it a deal breaker or did you forgive them just say like okay it happened one time I'll try it again 312 <laughs> 331019. Call us up. Jenny, I am guilty of this. Not okay. surprised. Okay, this wasn't a first date. It wasn't like that. Okay, I'm not, I'm not like that bad. It was a second date. It was not even that. <laughs> this was like this was like going out with a group of your friends, and uh, we had some other girlfriends that were there as well. We okay. all went out to like a show, then we went out to the bars, and then we went like back to the you know after parties after that. And there was a point where I did go, and I, I did get sick mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I wiped it off. <laughs> I went... <laughs> You wiped it off, but you didn't have I, a toothbrush. You didn't brush. I was. It was not my place. I did not have a toothbrush or anything. I went like into the kitchen and I did eat some chips. I was trying to. Like, I was trying to do the cover up thing, um, and at like I don't know an hour later or something, we were making out. Okay. Oh and, my god. And it was fine, but the next morning she did ask one of my friends. She's like. Did did he get sick last night? And he he was like, no, I don't know, not I don't know what you're talking about. And I yeah, that was that Your was your friend my, was totally covering. He was covering for me, but gosh, you know, after that we didn't talk. <laughs> yeah, it was a deal breaker for. <laughs> but I'm that wasn't so my first shocked. date. I wouldn't do that on a first date. That's all uh-huh. I'm saying. Well, if someone got like sloppy drunk on a first date, threw up even because they drank too much, would that be a deal breaker? Three one two two three three one zero one nine. How about you, Allie? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is. 
vile. I'm so sorry. Like, unhygienic. No, no. Have you ever been on a date where someone just got sloppy drunk? No, thank goodness. But I feel like I feel like there are only a few circumstances in which that is like, okay. You know, if y'all are going out, like you're going out, out, and you're with a group, like, okay, maybe. But any other, like, circumstance, I feel like it's just not a good look, you know? Yeah, like not between two people on a date. Especially right. a first like, date. First date going on. You just want to make an impression. Me. He was just trying right. to make it memorable. Okay. Well, try a little harder next time. Got to find a different way. I mean, it's it's definitely memorable for Emily. And I do want to state when it happened to me, that was years ago. Like, okay. This wasn't anything. It I can see, see Jenny judging me over there. This was not last week. This happened a very long time ago. Thank you for specifying. Yeah. Okay. To save yourself. <laughs> but Tina, have you been on a first date where your date got too drunk? It wasn't the first date. It was the second. Uh, we went out. We went out to dinner and then we went to a bar and he got very drunk. And as I was dropping him off, he asked me if I wanted to come up and see his lizard. What? Like a pet lizard? Or like a different kind of lizard? <laughs> I didn't know it was an actual pet lizard until later on. We've been together nine years now. You thought he was referring to something else. (laughs) Who is this? This is Abigail. Abigail, are you familiar with Trends in 10? Yes. All right, we're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic, and when you do so today, you are getting our tickets for Fits in the Tantrums February 2nd at the Vic Theater. Awesome, thank you. Abigail, have you ever done anything like a polar plunge before? Um, no. Well, uh, this weekend, actually tomorrow at noon, the Chicago Polar Bear Club is doing a take the plunge at Oak Street Beach. So if you're not participating, you can always go watch people jump in some icy cold water uh, to raise money for Chicago families in need. But I want to know, Abigail, can you name 10 drinks or things that you would use ice for in 10 seconds? Sure, I can try. All right, we'll give you a countdown in three. Three, two, two, one, go. Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper, Coke, Diet Coke, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, milk, slushies, ice cream, bright pyramid. Woo-hoo! Yes! <laughs> Even though ice and milk is kind of gross, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. You just got a pair of tickets to go see Fits in the Tantrums February 2nd at the Vic Theater. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. You never a uh, ice and milk person? Milk is like a creamy type of thing, so when you water it down, <laughs> but I know people who do it. All right. Well, um, congratulations. We're going to be doing it again next week, 5.05, uh, Trends in 10, and we have a bunch of gift certificates for restaurant week, so you're going to be dining. Oh, yeah, for free. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019 Mix Chicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also, get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on it too?